Fantasy managers, hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts preview show for Game Week 24. It's fantastic to be able to say that again, so welcome back to everyone. We are, of course, powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. And a massive thank you to Bonus Bank for supporting our community this season. So make sure you check out their details in the caption down below on how to take advantage of the bookies promotions. It is free to set up, but you can also receive 25% off your first premium month with our discount code. And whether you're listening or watching, if you're enjoying the content, make sure you give our video some love with a like, a rating or a review, as well as a subscription, which are all down there as well. But boys, we're back with FPL Guru. I'm going to ask you how you're doing. Two weeks pretty much with no FPL to, you know, talk about Twitter's been dry as anything. Football's been dry as anything. We've had to turn to AFCON. Um, it's been that bad. So what have you done in your spare time, Guru? Are you doing well? I'm doing well now. Thanks, mate. I've, I've actually had COVID in the last couple of weeks. So the last week's not been too good. But um, yeah, today's actually probably the uh, the best day I've had in a while. So um, and it happens to be the pod as well and FPL's back. So yeah, absolutely buzzing to uh, to get into it. And, you know, we got the social on Saturday as well, which is going to be good. Um, you know, meeting up with all the, the FPL content creators that, you know, we've all become, you know, mates with online the last couple of years. So um yeah, you know, I'm absolutely buzzing to, to have recovered and, um, yeah, just in time. Should be absolutely brilliant, mate. And we won't waste any time getting started. Instead of going through the results from about two weeks ago, we're going to skip that part today because I don't even remember um, who scored most of the goals this week. All I remember is John Joe Shelby away at Ellen Road. And that was the most important one as well. But um, to catch up to speed, we'll go straight over to the paid mini league. And Donald Breslin, no surprise, he's been sitting there for the past two weeks by himself at the top. Um, 73 points clear. He stays in top spot with Geordie Wilson sitting there in second and Nathan Burgess uh, rounding off the top three of that paid mini league, getting into, you know, 1,500 points now, which shows how competitive it is. In terms of the manager of the week, we've gone to a showdown, a playoff between Darren Rickham, uh, Darren Wickham, sorry, and Mark Mack, which is going to be determined in the next game week. And the manager of the month, no surprise, is Donald Breslin, and he claims his part in FPL Addicts history for the 2021-2022 season with 228 points uh, this month, this month gone, sorry, and 200 Australian dollars prize money, which is absolutely ridiculous. Jack, he's winning the manager of the month, he's winning the manager of the weeks. Who can stop this man? Yes, Elliot. Um, boys, good to be back on the podcast. Long time no speak. Um, and yes, Elliot, I think Donald, he does his research even when everyone else has switched off. And he, he's been nonstop. And uh, yeah, to add to his three uh, manager of the weeks, he's added uh, a manager of the month. I'm sure he had his eyes on that one. So now he's got himself, I think, uh, about 260 Aussie dollars in his back pocket. And uh, I'm sure he's going after the big prize at the end of the season. Now he's in a great position there, 1,574 points. It's a $1,000 cash prize if you if you win our, our league. And listen, he's got his eyes well and truly set on that. Chris Reed, are you any closer to that target yet? Are you, are you winding me up? Or, uh, <laughs> no chance. No chance. Um, he is a man on fire at the moment. He's uh, There's no stopping him. Uh, he's doing uh, incredible this season, FPL-wise. And as you said there, he, he doesn't sleep uh, when everyone else is um, is switched off uh, in the football world or FPL world. And, um, you know, he's, he's fantastic as well in regards to the Discord. He's, he's active on there. He's always, you know, open to helping other, other FPL managers as well. So um, all credit to him. It's, uh, you know, great. 
He's absolutely spot on. He's a real gem of the FPL Addicts community and we can't thank him enough. And it's also no surprise that he remains top of the FPL Addicts free mini as well with KOTU Classic sitting there in second. And FPL Planner has dropped down to third. He had a fairly good start to the season, didn't the FPL Planner Guru? And he's still, you know, right up there, but he's fallen off just a little bit um, towards, you know, this mid halfway point through the season. But do you back him to sort of get back on the horse and, you know, get back to where he was? Sorry, I think I was on mute for a second there. Um, yeah, I do back uh, FPL Planner. He's um, you know he's still in such a good position. I think he's still uh, top two k, maybe even sort of the one k mark. So um, yeah, got to back him. I think he's got all of his chips left. Um, you know he calculates his moves really well. Um, and again, like I've been saying to this to people, you know, in the last few weeks, it might be game week twenty four, but we're really only at the halfway mark with all these games in hand. You know, all these double game weeks. So um, he's got plenty of time. I, I'll, uh, you know, I'll back him to, uh, you know, to push Donald all the way for that for that top spot. Hundred percent. I'm sure he definitely will. In terms of the FPL Addicts Women's Mini, uh, Thashi remains at the top there, just breaking through the 100 at uh, 1,400 mark there with Leanne sitting there in second and Maya. Show popping back into the top three, who's been quite a consistent figure um, in this FPL Addicts Women's Mini. So it's nice to see her back up there, you know, back in the top three. Um, and as, I've, as I feel like I say it every week, I haven't said it for two weeks. There's so many women in this league that should be in the paid mini because there would have been lots of money to be won for them. But, you know, you've got to keep got to keep letting them know otherwise they're never going to join it so I hope to see a few more of you in that paid mini come next season but that is for another day we'll get onto the bonus bank FPL addicts head-to-head mini um, and I think the guru is within three points touching distance of me now but that doesn't really matter as we're fairly far down the league the important thing is that Donald Breslin is now uh, eight points clear at the top so I had to do some maths there very quickly and um, he's now eight points top of the league there over Tom Stones who's sitting in second one of your mates Ollie Tom Stones you know he's not doing too bad this season he was a very potent figure in our community last season he's doing well this season but he just can't catch Donald can he yeah I'm surprised how quick you did that maths there mate you weren't usually very good at maths back in the school days but I was quite quick <laughs> Quick of you there, but uh, no, I'm joking, of course, mate. I'm joking, but uh, no, Tom usually, you know, he always used to message me some point last season saying, you know, you know, he was always messaging me with tips and advice and all this, and he's gone a bit quiet this year, so you know, it just shows that maybe he's not doing maybe as well as he thought he might do. Maybe he got a bit too big for his boots last season. I mean, he's still miles better than me, so who am I to say that? <laughs> but it's good to see him up the top of the league still, good to see him obviously still being a, a prevalent member in the FPL addicts community, which is class, but. Nice to see that someone else up there for a change. Obviously, last year, you know, it was Tom Stones this, Tom Stones that. So, um, you know, it's good to see him up there, but nice to see that someone else is, uh, is winning the leagues for a change. But, yeah, that's uh, it's good to see him up there, nonetheless. And you're, you know, making a name for yourself in this league as well, Ollie. Just four points behind uh, the almighty Elliot Craig there. So, yeah. you, do you think you're finally going to catch me at some point? Well, that's the, uh, that's the only time you've been above me in the FPL this season. So, um, I'll let you have this one. I'll take the serious <laughs> ones. You can have the banter ones, mate. Was, was there any big games in the head-to-head in the, in this game week? We can give it a quick thing? look, mate. If you won, Elliot, you played me. That's oh, you got, oh, you're only two points off him, though, to be fair. Only two Bra- points off him. Absolutely. No shame in that. Dave, no shame in that. Dave lost. Um, not really too shocked there with uh, the state that Dave's team is in. We'll have to get him on the podcast at some point, boys, and you know, kick him into some sort of gear for the second half of the season. And you know, he can begin his, his title charge. But um, I don't think there was too many big games this week. Jack had an easy draw. Oh, I um, lost the usual. guru. There you go. The guru beat Ollie. Oh, so that's the important thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> and even to break down Bollock, that is. 28 <laughs> points. That's so bad for me. I, that's awful. Why am I even on this podcast? I'm meant to be giving advice to people. No one's going to take advice from somebody who's got 28 points. <laughs> we'll move on to, to our scores now. So just, just keep that in mind for the rest of the podcast. Anything that Ollie says is, of course, null and void. But it was a fairly low-scoring game week um, in general, to be honest. Um, so there's not really too much shame uh, in that score, Ollie. But, you know, it was mid, mid, mid to high 30s for most people this week. Jack, obviously, and myself got 38, as you can see on screen. Really the highest this week with 39, so he can take bragging rights. Ollie on 37 and the Guru on 36. So, you know, it was a really low-scoring game week this week, Guru. I know it was a while ago, but not too many of the big names hit. I know for my team, I had a quick look at it before we went live. And, you know, it was two points all round pretty much other than a couple of uh, big scores for me. But that was about it. So it was a fairly low-scoring game week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I think, you know, that double game week sums it up. You know, the the Dennis Red card, the, uh, the Burnley-Watford nil-nil. I think that game at the end sums up the whole game week. Just dreadful, boring. You know, no one was really interested by the end of it. And um, it was, it was just a shocking game week. And um, yeah, look, in saying that, I think, you know, there's still a few of us in there that beat the average, which was only 35 this week. It's just, yeah, incredibly low. And I don't think we'll be seeing these sorts of scores in this game week. No way. Yeah, I would utterly agree with you there. So, Ollie, 35 was the average. You were some way uh, below that then if you did take a four-point hit as well. So, what sort of went wrong for you this week? Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in, El. Uh, obviously, we're back, we're, back on a, we're back on a podcast, shocking. aren't we? We are, we are back. We are back, El. If, um, you know, shocking, you're... all. Shocking. Come back a better manager, mate. Come on. <laughs> Got two weeks. Oh, I can't. I can't do this. Uh, but no, I'm just saying we're back on the podcast now officially. If Elliot's banned from me off, but you know, it, it was a question of you know we all know what went wrong. It was a question of what went right, and that was very little. Um, of course, Dennis captaining last minute. Chris, you um, you roped me into that one, so I'm going to blame you for that because it was never my <laughs> fault. Nothing's ever my fault. No, I'm only joking. I've got to take full responsibility. Um, I don't. Yeah, I only had um, Robertson who actually returned for me. Um, with 11 points and then my next best was Sanchez with four and then I had a few threes in there as well so nothing went right for me um, and it was perhaps like I say typified by the um, the red card for Dennis which didn't help things um, awful week but I best move on oh that, that's a better one let's have a look at that 75 points um, but you know <laughs> but um, you know you can't have a good week every week and maybe I might come back a better manager for the next game week who knows but We'll have to see. Let's let, let's um, let's shine the light on some good performances from everyone else this week. Let's move the spotlight. Yeah. Well, don't don't let Chris Reed get in your head, mate, because he took a hit. So he's he's sat there in thirty nine, but you know, really got thirty five, I mean, didn't you, Reedy? But, 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 but I got average, I got the average. Yeah, me, 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 me and El will sit at the top of this little we won. Uh, this game Perfect. week. Perfect. We won something for once. Yeah, he's gonna have it this week, boys. Hey, yeah, Jack, yeah. I don't know. I've manager of the week this year, mate. So oh, you know, true, it's just... oh yeah, me too, me too, me as well. You'll never sing that, boys. So um, it's nice to see some familiar faces uh, in the live chat. Quentin, hope you're enjoying watching the podcast and Cobra Kai uh, at the same time. But boys, that that FPL was two weeks ago. And to be honest, I don't even remember too much as I said at the beginning. So what we will do is we'll move on to the the preview of the next game week because, you know, the fixtures are coming thick and fast now, as we all remember and as we all like as FPL managers. So there's games on in the morning. We're recording this in the evening uh, of Tuesday the 8th in Australia. So 
I'm sure the people in England are just waking up now on match day um, and the games will be on for us in the morning. Reedy, match day's back for, you know, a lot of Premier League teams today. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a good day, isn't it? Football's back. It's not some FA Cup games. It's Premier League football and it's finally back and it's not Burnley-Watford, which is also exciting. Yeah, definitely is, Elliot. I agree, mate. Uh, nice little bit of midweek uh, football and Premier League to, to look forward to. You know, the um, the games obviously kick off uh, kick off tonight. I think we've got... Uh, who've we got first on tonight? Remind me, boys. Remind Newcastle me. Everton. Uh, Newcastle That's Everton. Newcastle Everton. That's a boring game. Do you know what, though? Dan, Dan Burn, mate. You can yeah, I can't, can't disagree with that, to be fair. Dan, Burn, Dan, Ber- actually, Dan Burn's toes fell off, so he won't be featuring, that's for he's sure. He's not, he's um, injured, you're right. So, yeah, um, I don't know what's what do happening. there. What do you mean, there, his like... toes fallen off? He's, he's got an injured toe. <laughs> he's hurt his, his toe, mate. He's so, uh, his toe. Do, you, do you get a million back for that, if the toe's fallen off? So. <laughs> Possibly, who knows? But he's, he's not there anyway. But um, you know what? If Newcastle, other than Dan Burn, are playing all the new signings, Everton have got a couple as well. Uh, Van der Beek, Deli Ali's got something to prove. I'm, I'm confused how this. I'm confused how this Ali Donny Van der Beek is going to work because I'd love to see Donny play a bit higher in that team, but I'm guessing he's going to play a bit deeper with Ali in the ten role, right? Well, the likes of the Corey's out at the minute, so you could see one of them potentially filling that. The Corey back out again. He's out since. Yeah, but he came. He came back then, but now he's out again. Yeah, you've got DCL back. You know, they've got a few players back. Everton and Newcastle have got their new signing. So, do you know what? I feel like a lot of the time as FBL managers, we all sit there watching games where we've got our own assets and you forget sometimes to enjoy the actual football because you want your assets to bang. And, you know, I'd quite happily sit... I don't can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I would happily sit there and watch the Newcastle-Everton game than watch, say, West Ham-Watford and hoping Jared Bone gets a hat-trick. I'd rather just check my phone and go, oh, right, yeah. he's banged the hat-trick in. Happy days. I, can I think it's going to be goals in both of them games, though. I think it's going to be... Like, I think they've... Like, Newcastle have been both attacking managers, both attacking teams. Team Like, they've both got new managers um, mm. as well. Manager yeah. bounces, new signings, fresh, fresh legs. There's a lot going yeah. for that game, isn't there? There is. Uh, and I, think, I think it's... There we go. There he is. And Van der Beek, it's about this man in the midfield, boys, I'm telling you. Yeah, And he's and he, he's a guy Reedy, who's... You a little, bit, little, little bit like him. Oh, come on, <laughs> look at him. Hey, listen, listen, he's a 10 out of 10. I'm like a 2 out of 10 at best, you know what I mean? Like, look, look at this guy. But, um, you know, that's it's going to be interesting, this guy, if he plays further forward. Ellie will know a little bit more about Newcastle and kind of maybe watching their, their recent game with Bruno playing. I think he got an assist or something. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Premier League this week, lads, and we kick off tonight with three fixtures, so it should be good. El, you've got a preview of this Newcastle team. What does it look like this starting lineup? I think Callum Wilson's going to be out for most of the rest of the season, judging from what Eddie Howe said. Yeah, he doesn't right. have a return date. Oh. Again, again. So it's yeah. it's all it's all up to Chris Wood now to uh, you know supply the goals to keep us up. I think other than that, I think the only injuries are um, Dan Burns got a problem with his toe, so. How said he's not sure if he's going to be able to play uh, or not, but I'm sure Dan Byrne with nine toes is better than Jamal Lascelles with ten. So I don't know which one I really fancy, to be honest. Um, but Matt, Matt Target, another new signing for Newcastle, a bit of an FPL hero last season, um, an upgrade on what we've got at left back at the minute. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, what he can sort of do. But other than that, I don't think we've got too many injuries. Um, obviously, Saint Maximin's going to be, you know, roaring and ready to go. And you know, this is really where. 
the points have got to be for Newcastle now. Everton have been fairly poor all season and it's a game, you know, we're playing at home against them and, you know, we've really got to pick up um, three points against them. So it's going to be a, ne- a really, really interesting one, um, I think, you know, to see how Lampard sets up, as we were saying, talks about Ali and Van der Beek and all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be um, an interesting one. They obviously beat Brentford in the cup, didn't they, Jack? So, um, you know, they're definitely capable of, of putting a few past us, but mm. it just depends who's showing up on the day, to be honest. Yeah, you know what I'm baffled the... by? I'm baffled cool. at the fact, sorry, I'm baffled at the fact that Newcastle have actually signed a defender. First since 2018, is it? Signed right. Trippier. Yeah. Yeah, Trippier. Yeah. yeah, but since then, you haven't signed. Was it, who was the one before that? Was it Fernandez? Was it Feddy? The first, the last one you signed before then? Well, I think Shah was the last one in that window. I think he was the last one through the door. So it's crazy. You know, I watch all the like the highlights of games from two years ago or whatever when it's, you know, this day, blah, blah, blah. The, the defence looks the same. So we finally got some reinforcements and the team's in a much better shape from, you know, January 1st. So see what they could do and see if they gel together. They've had all week to train with one another. So we'll have to see um, how that one goes, boys. But what, don't have what too do you, high what, what do you reckon uh, St. Maximum's reaction was when Chris Wood rocked in, the, rocked in that in that changing room was he all smiles or was it uh don't know if he's a, a Sam Maximum <laughs> player is he not too sure about that one like the, um he's like oh I thought we were gonna buy some other players I'm a Chris Wood fan I'm a Chris Wood fan I know fan. you I'm are I know you I'm are Chris Wood triple captain yeah, Chris yeah, Wood yeah, literally Eddie Howe went went to St Maximum and went right you've got a new striking partner we've signed someone <laughs> called Chris Wood and say St Maximum just looked at me Chris who Probably, probably never heard of him. So, yeah, you will see how it goes. I know Ollie's eager to see him fail in Newcastle. Maybe not Newcastle go down. It's a bit harsh, but it's a bit of a double that, isn't it? You know what? Newcastle, Chris Wood, Burnley. You've, you've, Chris Wood. I will put this on record. Um, Here, I've now turned my opinion on Chris Wood from someone who I very much dislike to someone I now want to do very, very well. Wow. On the fact that. If Chris Wood does well, Newcastle probably do well, and Burnley probably go down, which is a win-win. So, Chris Wood, go and bang 20, 20 goals, send, you, send your old club down, and you can make an, an Aussie Rovers fan feel very, very happy about life. So, go on, Chris Wood. I might try to captain him later in the season. Who knows? No, I won't do that. That's too far. But, um, but You're saving that for, for Viva, one week or something, aren't you? Viva Chris Wood. Fever, Chris Wood. We'd never well, thought we'd hear never them thought I'd hear him being say spoken that. from Ollie's mouth, eh? Score predictions for that game, lads. Go on. 2-1 Newcastle. Come on, the boys. Ooh. I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going to say 2-1 Everton. New manager bounce back Lampard. But I think it'll be... Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say it was boring before. I don't think I'm giving enough credit. I think that would be a very, very watchable game. But I'm going to say Everton just... Yeah, Everton, Everton will win that one 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one, nice. Oh, Deli Ali scoring both, Guru. <laughs> um, Give me a for DCL, yeah. surely. He wants DCL, yeah, I think surely. he'll be doing well. I think he'll do well. If, if Carvert-Lewin starts, I think he'll score. Um, but yeah, I think we've previewed that game to life, though. God, talking about Newcastle for 10 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, t- I'll, finish off, I'll finish it off with a nice 2-2 there, so we'll go with... Oh, with 2-2, but let's move on, boys. What's next? Perfect. We can switch back onto the... Uh, put the FPL goggles back on. And with the uh, the conclusion of AFCON, with uh, Salah, unfortunately, losing the final, not even taking a penalty in the shootout because he wanted to, you know, take the fifth penalty. Didn't even get to take one in the end. But the big question on everyone's tongue at the minute is, 
Do we need him back in our sides for this game? Um, Guru, you've probably got some insight on us. Do you think Salah's going to be able to play? I don't see why not. I, I, I just don't understand. I think now Egypt have lost. He was straight back on the plane. Um, you know, he's, we've seen the pictures of him at the airport. He's back trained. He's going to be back training today. Um, if they if they'd won the game, it might have been different. He spends a day or so in Egypt, you know, celebrates. But yeah, I think you know he's out there to break records this season. Um, I do. I just do not get any of this. He needs rest. He needs this. Like he doesn't need rest. It's Salah. He comes straight back into that team. Or even if he does uh, start on the bench, he gets half an hour. And we saw it last season. Uh, Salah only needs half an hour, uh, and he got what seventeen points against Palace. It was a few years ago. He come off the bench against Stoke. Uh, he got two goals. Yeah, Salah's in that squad. Um, I wouldn't put it past me if he's on the team sheet. I'm not going to be owning Salah, and I'm very worried about not owning him over these probably these next couple of game weeks. But um, yeah, I don't buy into any of this Salah getting rested. Like he's, you know, he's back at Liverpool now, and um, yeah, even if he gets 20, 30 minutes. He's dangerous. So the strategy for you, mate, is not coming in for for a, a bit longer than eh? The thing is, I'm a I own Bruno Fernandez, and obviously I own Bruno Fernandez from that double game week a couple of weeks ago. And for me, and I also own Son, and I've got big hopes for Son in this next sort of few weeks. He looked really good in the FA Cup on the on the weekend. Um, and I just look at it and I just think before this double game week, would it be you know? It's just not right in an FPL sense to swap out Fernandez when he's got a double game week. It's just like, you just don't do it. Um, I could potentially do like a Son to Salah switch on the weekend, but again, I'm going to want Son back for the double game week. So might just have to um, to bite the bullet bullet without um, Salah for the next couple of game weeks, maybe. Definitely this game week. I'm not going to be able to get him in for this this one. Um, maybe bite the bullet without him for game week 20, uh, was it five, and then have him back for 26. But um yeah, definitely worried about not owning him. It's, it's Salah at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, but I'm going to have to put my trust in, in Bruno Fernandes, who, um, look, I know Man United are taking a bit of criticism. Count. Yeah, taking a lot of criticism in Man United, but Fernandes is still getting in positions to score yeah. goals. Um, and he's still looking a threat. So, I'm, I'm still actually... And he's got Burnley in this game week. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable that him and Son can, uh, can cover Salah. I think Wagwekhorst is going to score three past Man United. To be honest, <laughs> just, just fancy it for some for some odd reason. So uh, don't be surprised if I'm burning my triple captainship on uh, on Wegghorst this week. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's a, a very fair uh, assessment of the situation, Guru. You know, he wants the golden boot this season, and um, you know, you can't let a game really go to waste. And as you say, there was that Crystal Palace game last season. Everyone was getting worried. He was on the bench, got a little bit of game time, and he outscored most of those players, uh, if not all of them, on that pitch. So he doesn't need too long to, to grab a couple of goals. And it's not like, you know, he's, he's been away injured. He's been away playing football. So, you know, he's, he's going to be match fit and all that sort of stuff, isn't he? So I definitely would uh, agree with you there, Guru. And I think I'm going to be personally putting Salah back into my team this week. But Jack, what do you sort of make of the whole situation? Do you think you've got to have Salah back in now? Or do you think you can afford to wait a couple of weeks? I think from, from my perspective, um, I'm not far off what the guru's saying just because I haven't. I, I, did, I took him out. I brought um, who did I bring in? Did I bring Ronaldo in? I don't know. I think I went a bit more expensive up top, so it's going to take me a couple of moves to get him back in. Um, I think I'm only, if I get rid of Mason Mount, I've got about 12 mil in the bank, so I'm going to have to make a few more moves. So I think this week for me, I'm going to have to roll over and then, but if you can get him in, get him back in. 
Um, I'd have, if you've got the opportunity to, without taking the hit, getting back in, I reckon. Um, I think I'm going to hold out myself without taking hit and roll over um, tonight. Um, but yeah, I think coming up with the games, just looking at the fixtures, Leicester, Burnley, then that double with Norwich and Leeds, he's got to come in before then, for that double especially. Um, and if you can get him in tonight, fantastic. And get him in for Burnley, it's going to be a good one to get him in for as well. So yeah, get him in, lads. Definitely, I'd agree with you there as well. But um, I think that's all we need to really say about Salah, to be honest, is that, you know, he is back in Liverpool. He's in contention to start. And there's a chance, obviously, that he will be on the bench. We're not really too sure. We don't really have too much inside information. One more thing on Salah. Just want to ask Jack quickly, what is the go with Bruno Fernandes? Because he's currently got a flag on him. Because that could be an interesting thing for for people to realise and might potentially sway decisions. But Bruno Fernandes currently has a flag on him. So does that yeah. impact things, do you reckon? Just, but I don't actually read anything about that. He got a knock. Uh, I saw Cavani and Sancho took knocks. Um, I haven't got him in my team, so I didn't actually pick up on that knock um, for me. But knock, 75% chance of playing. Yeah, He's pictured training, Jack. He's been pictured training and um, he said he should be okay. Apparently he was carrying the knock before the... Uh, for the FA Cup game, and he played yeah. through that. And um, yeah, he played through that. Yeah, yes, it sounds like he's fine. But he was he was flagged because he had a, a back injury from you know, carrying yeah. such a dog awful side. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, beating <laughs> beating Middlesbrough isn't for everyone. Is <laughs> Ralph, beating, beating Listen, Middlesbrough isn't for everyone. We know that games are right off, and we should have absolutely smashed him. Yeah, it is true. Off, we're, we're all over him, so it's, they just don't go in yet. Go in for you some days, do they? It's like chatting me like twenty one shots, twenty two shots. Um. We've just got to hit the target and get in the back of the net, you know. So not ideal. Very embarrassing, I think, because United should be having a bit of a cup run. We've, we need to win something. We're, we're, you know, we're getting desperate to win something, I think, United. So and it's not acceptable to be going out to the bloody borough. Um, but they did well. They held on. They got the pens. You know, poor Elanga uh, missed that one at the end. But it was... Um, yeah, shame with that one. To be fair, yeah. But, it's um. Can I just say, Jack? It's interesting you say that you, you know you've got Ronaldo in your team. We don't know if that's a transfer from this week, but you do know that players don't get points if they don't score, and they lose points if they miss penalties as well. So, what, what was the sort of thought process behind that one? Well, obviously, uh, waiting for Ronaldo to come back in against Burnley. Um, you know, he scored two against them last time. I uh, got a goal and assist sorry, against them last time. So, I'm uh, I'm preparing for this game, mate, and then the double game week. So, I think Ronaldo is a great shout. Good fixtures. Um, yeah, be, I'd be happy once he gets back scoring again. He needs he needs a couple more goals to get going again. Um, but he's not had a bad season, has he? I think he's still one of the top folding strikers in FBL, um, forwards wise. So you've got to believe, you know, with um, a couple of players in the you know, uh, that we've shed now with United, fingers crossed, this is we can just kick on. Uh, Ranier looks a bit more comfortable. I think we've won five of the last eight under him, uh, in the Premier League. So it's good, it's a good record. It's not a bad record. I've got stuff uh, positives to take out of it. And hopefully uh, Ronaldo, when he's back on pen duty, mate, he hits the bloody target at least. We can keep our fingers crossed. He's in my team as well, so I'm hoping that he does well. Uh, Believe me, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Absolutely. Um, obviously, hopefully, well, Weghorst doesn't outscore him, but wouldn't shock me this week if that does happen. And um, we were going to quickly ask Reedy, oh, and he's back now. Um, so, Reedy, we've spoken about Salah and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, you've got your, your chip strategies now that you want to sort of walk us through um, for the rest of the season. So I'm just going to give the floor and the mic to you, mate. And I'm just going to let you take this one away. 
Sorry to uh, sorry to ruin your your thing, Mel. But are we not uh, we're not picking captains first? Are we doing that after? Or we'll do that you, with mate? transfers. We'll do that with transfers. Oh, he's, he's he's got it sorted. This guy has, and he'll love it. Um, okay, so uh, I'll just uh, I'll just bring it up, guys, um, and share my screen. I think that'll be a little bit easier, just so you can you can obviously have a look as well. Um, so I'll just do that. <laughs> That's uh, the new guru. Uh, hey, there he is. I've surprised me. Uh, surprised me. Head fits on the screen now, lads. Um, <laughs> right, okay, so let's see. Very organised. Very organised new guru we got here. Reading at the moment, what is going whoa, on? Whoa, whoa! Don't be like this. Is your guru on. section? It's the reading um, section. Can you can you guys see that or not or? Yeah, no. I don't, what, I, don't, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, nah, we can't. We can't see out, mate. Read it. You've got five seconds. All right, relax, man. <laughs> well, whilst Reader gets us up, Quentin says that he's doing the good old Elliot Craig this week, which means he's not making a transfer. He's rolling over. Um, if you are watching along live, let us know what your plans are for this week. And if you're going without Mohamed Salah, what your sort of plans are for that. We've shared our insight, and we'll get onto our transfers in just a minute. As can, Reedy, can I just say? Me and, me and Elliot, me and Elliot, privately have a game where it's like take a shot when someone spells Elliot's name with a single T. So um, I don't know if you've got a non-alcoholic shot of water or something that you can take, but we can take another one there. Uh, right, boys. So as you can, full, you can, full screen you can, you can see that on your screen there, boys. Yeah. So just want to um, just want to give credit. This is this isn't my sort of chip strategy thing. I haven't done this myself, of course, but um, just want to credit. Uh, FPL Raptor off uh, you know Twitter he does some live streams and whatnot he does great content on YouTube and stuff like that so you know this is what he's sort of brought up um, and as you can see there's four strategies there you know I know you guys have still got chips left and I know there's plenty of FPL managers out there as well in the same sort of boat and it's just when to kind of use them going forward it can become a bit of a headache as we all know the wild card is is the longer you have it the more it becomes a sort of weight on your shoulders if you like so um just obviously have a look at this is there any that you guys kind of fancy that are jumping out to you that you think you might use going forward or or what um well which one do you like that... well for me for me uh, i'm liking strategy one um reason being i think there's um Double double game week twenty six, obviously free hit. You can you know make the most of that if possible. If you haven't got, say for example, some people are going up for for nine doublers in that game week. Now me personally, I think I've only got about I think it's four, possibly five. Uh, whether that's enough to carry me through, I don't know. Um, there's the whole thing of bringing Salah back in as well. He's got the double against Leeds and um, and against Norwich, which. You know, a lot of people are thinking probably triple captain more than anything for that one. So you could look at strategy four. But for me, there's, there is a fixture swing in game week 28. So that wild card side of things does appeal to me more in you know in that aspect. Um, the triple captain's got the question marks there. So could you save that for later on in the season? We all know that triple captains normally in the normal season, it's, it propels us, you know, up the leagues, if you like. But this season, it's probably going to be used on selling that game week 26. So that appeals to me the most, I'd probably say. But if I wasn't going to use strategy four, uh, strategy one, sorry, I'd probably go for strategy four just because of that whole triple captain on Salah. Do you not think possibly that, you know, obviously with strategy four, they're just something that I'm picking out. Um, you know, game week 35 is fairly late to play your wild card. In my personal opinion, I think that if your team's, you know, not looking too good, that's leaving it 
quite late to you know get the the full effect of your wild card because you, you know you set your, your wild card team up for a couple of weeks so it sort of feels like that's almost a, a bit too late for me you know you're only going to get four game weeks out of that one so what do you sort of make of that one really yeah that is true but if you look at the double game week 36 um there's meant to be a, a big chunk of double game weeks there and um, i did see something also um yesterday uh, around twitter um, someone called Ben Krellin. I don't know if you guys follow him. He's, he's great in terms of his, um, you know, filling all the gaps with double game weeks, blank game weeks. He does a lot with his um, spreadsheets and whatnot. He put something about there being potentially more doubles in 27. Um, you know, so people saying about blank game week 27, but that actually might, you know, might end up being doubles in that one. So I just think if you are going to use a wild card, the, the, the bench boost after that, the game week after, it's almost a setup. And that double game week 36, with there being a lot of doubles, you know, that's when your bench boost, you're looking at aiming at, what, 15, 20 points on your bench if you can. You know, if you can get anything above that, that's unbelievable. But I think that's the reason for that being in that slot. But I can absolutely see where you're coming from, Elliot, in regards to using that wild card later. You know, if you've held on to it, it becomes more of a struggle to what do you kind of do with it. So using it earlier is definitely a good, a good way to look at it, a good plan. Game week 25 might be a bit early, I think, for using mm. a wild card. I was, really was going to say, it's like a, um, a double-ended sword, isn't it? Because you can play it too early, you can play it too late. And I mm. think game week eight is probably the the meat in the middle for me, personally. That's why I'm sort of looking at strategy one and thinking it's the most appealing from all of them. With strategy yeah. four, you know, it's as I say, it is quite late, but if you have a good two weeks, then, you know, it's going to be like a, a photo finish, isn't it? Because, you know, a, a good bench boost and a good wild card can rocket you up those leagues. So it's a bit of an all or nothing thing with that that strategy for, I think. Yeah, I think if, you, if you're going to swap anything around, you're going to potentially change anything. Strat- strategy um, three uh, is possibly one where you might swap the wild card to 28 because what you could do is use your triple captain in 26, say, um, you know, you navigate with your transfers in 25 if you want to bring Bruno in, if you haven't got him. If you obviously want to bring then Salah back in for the 26, you know, you can potentially do free up funds and do that. Um, but then if you then save that wild card to 28, you set yourself up then for the fixture swing type of thing. So you could kind of, as I say, swap that round and that might be a little bit more appealing to people. Um, double game week 33, you know, you got a bench boost and the free hit for the double game week 36, which, as I said, is going to have a load of fixtures in there. Um, so, you know, people are looking to get in as many doublers as they can, really. So I think it's definitely interesting. You know, these aren't the only strategies, obviously. You know, there's different and various strategies. Don't forget, it's, it's, it's based around your team. You know, you don't have to do what other people are doing. It's based on what, what suits you best and what kind of you need to do in your team and so on. So, yeah, it's just a bit of food for thought for people, I suppose, and you lads as well who maybe have not looked at it over the interna- or over the international uh, FA Cup uh, break. As Quentin's just said there, Reedy, you know, what do you make of a, a Game Week 25 wildcard and a Game Week 26 bench boost, maybe? Um... Game week 25, wildcard and a bench boost for 26. I think the best way to look at it, um, people are comparing a bench boost to a triple captain, right? Which is what most people are going to look at doing in that game week 26 because they want double double players, but also Salah, Salah has that fantastic double as well. You can't use both chips. All you want to compare it to is a bench boost on game week 26 to a bench boost later on in, in another game week. And same with the triple captain. Compare the triple captain in the game week 26 to a triple captain in, in another game week, right? And that's what you're doing. Compare the two chips, um, you know, 
with each other, with, with one another, rather than actually comparing them against each other. Because with a bench boost, you've got to really have those players already in your bench, or you're going to have to navigate it, you know, to get those players on your bench. And that's going to be tougher than just bringing in one or two players the like to Salah and sticking a triple captain on, on him. You know, you're not going to move much in the leagues if you obviously triple captain Salah and he bangs, but you are going to stay with everyone who does do that. But you think the bench boost, there's still time to actually benefit from that, you know, rather than that double game week 26. So that's how I kind of see it. Rather than comparing the two against each other for that game week, look at them. Can they be used elsewhere at some point and can you get the most out of them then? That's a very fair point and some very good analysis, obviously. I can't remember where you said you found it, Reedy, but um, somewhere on Twitter from, from some FPL accounts. Raptor. FPL Raptor, Top work to FPL Raptor. And thank you for, uh, you know, sharing it with the, the community and bringing it to, to life, Reedy. And, you know, it wasn't even too long. You know, I'm still awake, still here. So, uh, <laughs> you say it is for Prick Boys. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Can we get above him in the uh, in the mini league? It could happen here. Absolutely. That's what it's Obviously, as Reedy said, they aren't the only chip strategies, but a little bit of uh, food for thought as we, you know, enter the the last half of the season and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, obviously, thank you again for for bringing that to life, Reedy. Um, I think it's worth mentioning. I think it's worth mentioning just quickly um, that our sponsor Bonus Bank have given us three forwards whose probabilities, based on the bookies' odds, um, you know, just on any time to score pretty much so the third best option this week is Gabriel Jesus they've got Brentford and they obviously didn't turn them over too heavily earlier on in the season but you know you've got to back Man City in this fixture don't you Jack yeah I mean you would wouldn't you but I think um like Jesus is a good option but I think he's got a flag on him as well I mean I was actually just looking at Jesus before um good option he's suspended Jack is he suspended or is he muscling maybe muscling maybe it's an injury injury, yeah. yeah Um, so good option. Uh, I did I, I did I did back Jesus this season. Um, he was obviously playing a lot of games. Um, is he what has he been? I'm just looking at his history now. Last game against Southampton, he had half an hour. Chelsea, two minutes. Arsenal, sixty-two. So he's not started since he played Brentford last time. Bonus so, bank have got to know something, don't they? This is it. Well, the bookies must you, know something. No one knows what Pep's going to do. He's been quite consistent, to be fair, just recently um, with, with the games. But is this one that maybe Jesus could come and step in? Maybe a good gamble. It might have been, you know, sitting in people's teams as a, you know, a, it might have been sitting there for a couple of weeks, but maybe an option for him. But probably not my preference. Uh, but City for the win. Every chance of doing that. I mean, it was only 1 0 against Brentford last time, but I'm sure they'll, uh, you know, Brentford got destroyed by Evan. So it seems like that might be another case. Well, and goals anyway, I think it's a bit closer game than that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And obviously, he's the uh, the third best probability at 54%. So we'll have to see how that one goes. The second best option that we have got uh, is Ronaldo with 55%. So, Reedy, do you back him this week? You know, he's got Burnley. We've talked about it a lot. Um, surprised it's not Wout Weghorst instead of Ronaldo personally. But is Ronaldo going to fire uh, against the Clarets? Do I back him? Um, do- no. Uh, no, I don't. I've got the guy in my team, um, and it's probably the worst thing I've ever done this season. Um, put my faith in him. Don't get me wrong; he didn't do. Um, he's not done a Harry Kane at the beginning of the season, and you know his stats a little bit better in that respect and getting goals and contributions. But the guy's just—I don't know—he just drains the life out of you, doesn't he? You're a FPL team. He takes up that twelve million there, and he just goes no. 
you know, you, you know. But Burnley as well, they've kept clean sheets against what Arsenal now and then Watford. It's going to be tough. I uh, wouldn't be fooled by this double game week sort of 20, 25 with these United players. So for me, I'd love Ronaldo to score a hat trick. Um, if 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 he does, brilliant because I've got him. Um, but can I see him really scoring? Oh, I just don't know, lads. I don't want to be. I know Jack's probably thinking now. Oh, he's, he's taking the Mickey out of Ronaldo and, and and you know United and all the rest of it. But you'll you'll, cap, you'll put him on captain's armband tonight. Is <laughs> well, I don't. Are we doing captains in a bit? I was just going to tell you who my captain was just then, but no. Go for it, Reedy. We can we can move on to the captains now. Um, just quickly before you do though, I do just want to say quickly that the top probability from bonus bank is Harry Kane with sixty percent. But um, that rounds off. The, uh, the, the probabilities from Bonus Bank, and we thank you again uh, for sponsoring us this season and giving us these probabilities. But we can move on to the captain choices um, for this week now. Just quickly, Quentin has said, Sterling, Bowen, Ronaldo or Trent, who do you like as a captaincy option this week, fellas? So, Ollie, I'm going to shoot over to you for this one. From those four, which one is your, your pick? Well, one of those four will be my captain. So that makes this run really easy for me to answer. Uh, Jared Bowen for me. Um, I think his fixture against Watford is a really, really promising one. Um, at the moment, you know, he's doing really, really well for West Ham. 6.7. 30% owned is quite a lot. Um, did have a blank against United, but I should be, I mean, before that, if you look at that, game week 20, 14 points, then 5, 16 and 7. Um, aside from that Man United game, as much as we meme about Man United, at their best, they are a good side, um, especially away uh, for West Ham as well. So, obviously, Old Trafford. Um that's a tough place to go um, at all times, unless, of course, you're Middlesbrough and Chris Wilder. But um, I'm going Jared Bowen. I think he's in brilliant form, and I'll be having the armband on him. A pretty good fixture for him against Watford, all things considered. Um, at home as well, so I'm, I'm backing him to, uh, to, to even haul, possibly, maybe get a double figure um, and move forward. So, Jared Bowen for me, Quentin. Hope you're well, mate. Fingers crossed for a double figure Bowen this week. I would absolutely love that as well because he is my captaincy choice um, as well. So, Reedy, you can finally share your captain pick now. I know you've been <laughs> chomping at the bit to tell us who you're captain of this week. So, reveal it, mate. Listen, I just want to say I got a bit carried away there about Ronaldo, didn't I? So, uh, apologies for that, boys. But <laughs> it's K, it's K, it's KDB, it's KDB for me, um, Kevin De Bruyne. Um, obviously, great fixture fixture against uh, against Brentford at home. Uh, I know City have got Champions League sort of fixtures coming up, so people are doubtful about which City players are going to play and they're going to be rotated. Uh, so, Kevin De Bruyne, I'm going to stick it on him. I should have done it last game week. He got me eight points and I did, didn't do it. I put it on Dennis, obviously, as, as a lot of us did. So, KDB, I'm hoping he bangs. That's a, a very safe pick this week. He, I think he got the goal in the fixture earlier this season against Brentford, if I'm not mistaken, or he got the assist for it. And I think he returned against them. So I think he might have the assist. Uh, yeah, they scraped yeah, the one nil, I think, away at Brentford. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one I remember from that, though, because I think I think Rovers were playing before and I switched over afterwards and Laporte, I think, got a goal disallowed for offside. That's the mm. only thing I remember for that game was Laporte getting, a, getting the offside from... A, from that game, but um, yeah, it was a it was a tight game that one, wasn't it? Only a one 0 Obviously, it was at um, the Brentford Community Stadium. I mean, if you look at it now, for Man City playing at home, there might be a bit more free scoring. Phil Foden got that goal, by the way, for the City that day. Um, but there might be a bit more free scoring since you know, seeing as how they're at home. Absolutely, and we know they they have the potential on any given day to absolutely demolish a side. So you know we could be in um, for a couple of goals for Kevin De Bruyne there, or maybe a, a hatful of assists. Maybe Guru, who's your captain pick for this week? 
Son. Son is my captain this week. Um, he's back. I watched him on the weekend against Brighton. He was electric in that second half. Um, his record against Southampton is unbelievable. He got, was it four goals in the reverse fixture last season? Um, I think he scored in the home game. He got an assist against him last time. Um, yeah, it's going to be Son at home, Southampton. I think, I just can't believe how many people aren't on the Son for this game week where, you know, it's one of the final game weeks where you're probably not going to see as many Salah options. Um, yeah, Son's a big favourite of mine. And then Yotta was a very close second. Um, his record against Leicester is ridiculous. So, um, yeah, it's going to be Son, captain, and Yotta, vice-captain for me. I think they're two very safe options to go with this weekend. I know it's, it's a bit surprising. You know, we haven't heard too much um, about the Spurs assets. You know, not too much talk about Son, not too much talk about Harry Kane. Um, so, I think it's a, it's a very astute pick to go with Son there, mm. Guru. Jack, you're going to round off the captain picks. Are you going to go with Bowen? Are you going to go with Son? Are you going to go with Ronaldo? Let us know. Uh, lads, I'm still deciding. But do you know something? I'm, I'm actually going to bring in Son as my transfer now. <laughs> Son's in. Don't ruin it, please. Actually, you've got a good record with Son. No, Jack, so do so it. I, I'm good with Son. I'm good yeah, with Son. you are good with Son. Yeah, you are. Do it. Do it. Right, Mason Mount <laughs> is out. Son is in. Yeah, it's you're happened. good with Son, actually. Come you've on. done well with him. Let's do this. Let's do this. Come on. Um, I'm can, telling you, Son's game week. Listen, I feel that. I love I love Son. Massive fan of his. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm liking that. So, he's just coming now. Happy days. Now, I'm feeling good about that. But, captain. So, um, I did have on Yotta at the minute. Um, Bowen is on there as well. Obviously, we alluded to what Bowen can do. He got, th- I think he got three assists in that, um, in that last game. In the reverse fixture, so he absolutely cleaned up there, didn't he? Um, and Ronaldo is obviously up there as well. And then you look at Trent as well. Trent's a good option, isn't he? Um, and then even Antonio. I mean, Antonio, if he plays, I think he's struggling with fatigue at the minute. The same as well. Bit, bit that crazy, was always going to happen, wasn't it? This season, I can't Antonio believe I can't believe fatigue. West Ham didn't bring another player in, like another striker. They need, they need some good quality, didn't they? So they looked at um, one, didn't they? They looked at yeah, Darwin Nunez. But well, listen, anyone can go window shopping. Sell. Anyone can go window shopping, can't they? But they've got to buy it. Should have bought Chris Wood, made it happen. Um, 25 million release clause. 25 million. And then, uh, yeah, Son's in there now. So I've got, I'm now spoiled for choice. I'm loving these fixtures like they've, um, that they sit my team have got. All looking good. All looking good. Got a triple up on Liverpool. Got a double up on City. United are in there. Watford, uh, sorry, West Ham players. Happy days. Looking fresh. Jack's team's looking fairly good for this week. That is obviously his transfer and his captain. So, Ollie, what are your transfer or transfers for this week? Only the one. Um, we talked about it before at length, so I'm not really going to discuss it too much. I'll, I'll obviously put my two cents in. Uh, it will be Fernandez to Salah. Definitely the flag as well on Bruno Fernandez. It makes sense for me. I know, obviously, United have got a decent double game week coming up, um, which I'll be annoyed to miss out on. Um, but I've got I've got spare money in the bank. I've got point three. I don't want to risk Salah having a great game and rising, and I don't want to miss out on that. I can do it in one move. Um, so I'm going to do it. So Bruno to Salah for me. And then, obviously, as I mentioned before, Jarrod Bowen is captain. It's a very interesting, you know, choice there. Obviously, the the double game week often can be, um, you know, a trap of some sorts. But you, you know, you you back Salah, um, in these next two game weeks, you know, with his two games over, you know, Bruno Fernandez with just the the three games. Well, because obviously both United and Liverpool have got double game weeks coming up, right? So 
if if Salah hadn't had a double game week coming up and, and United had, then it would have made my de- my decision a little bit tougher. But the fact that Liverpool have also got a double coming up relatively soon it has, has allowed me to, to go with that. Um, a lot of people are absolutely ripping into me in this private chat here that we've got saying, oh, I'm, I'm a liar. Look, I, don't, I have no inside information on Manchester United Football Club. He just no keeps going on about this flag right, but if he but, Fernandez hey, is in every single I, training picture, I just not see where this not only that, why would you get rid of a player that is gonna have a double game week next week? Because why, why Salah's got one the week after. I, I do, I do, I actually do agree with Ollie in the fact that Has he one not? thing that does worry me about Bruno is yeah, like, this only game yeah. doesn't worry me. It's more so the double home game for Bruno where Every time I've seen Fernandez in home games, other than that Leeds one early on, he has tended to drop a lot deeper. And I would look at it on face value. Salah against Burnley could potentially be more explosive than Bruno over two games. So I actually do see where Ollie's coming from there. And I, but the I thing, can't can back he, that. But before a double game week, it's it's a very... I, I, I have said on elsewhere that... Yeah, that if you've got Bruno before a double game week, it's like... Mm, but I can see where Ollie's coming from because like... I, I could still you know, like you can see Salah outscoring Bruno Fernandez in these next two games compared to Bruno over three. So is, is I can actually see where he's coming. I'm not saying my I'm keeping Fernandez. I'm keeping Fernandez. I can see where he's coming from. I've made that transfer from from Fernandez to Salah. If if Fernandez outscores Salah. You can all have a laugh at me and say, "Oh, Ollie, you're an idiot. You know nothing about FPL. We knew this anyway." We'll do that anyway. But, we'll yeah, I know you will because I know what you're all like. But I just think that if you consider all the factors, Salah, even if Salah doesn't come back and doesn't play against Leicester, it's just nice to have him in so and maybe made, maybe get him in ahead the of the turf. Have you made the move already, Ol? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay. Do all you right. not? Do you not so fancy? I was going to say, did you think of rolling over, right? You could have rolled over, had two transfers for next week. You could have kept Bruno in and took out Ronaldo because you'd probably rather have Bruno in than Ronaldo. Took out Ronaldo and Smith Rowe, who has a blank because you've got Smith Rowe. You could have brought in Salah. And then obviously a a striker. It could have been like a a Crystal Palace striker or what? what, Chris Wood. Chris Wood. The thing is, the thing is, with that blank, I've got cover on my bench for Smith Rowe, so the blanks actually don't worry me all that much. Um, mm. I've only got I've only got the one blank and that is Smith Rowe, and I've got Jacob Ramsey, Damari Gray, and Livramento who are all playing that same game week on my bench, so I can I can sort out that blank no issue. Um, so you'd I, rather keep Ronaldo than Bruno? Is basically yeah. how you're looking at it. Yeah. Um, I'll give I, his credit I, though for I would have, sorry not I going against going against the grain there. I've got to give him credit because. This season, you see a lot of people just going with the template, going with the trends and doing what everyone's kind of telling you to say. And I'll say, fair play to Ollie if that's what he's done. Because he's playing, well, essentially, he's playing his own game. He's playing his own game, yeah. He's playing his own game, which is all fair. I've done that a lot this season. You look at Mark Gray, he's going to obviously be back in. You love that I've got the Palace double back and I love it. Um I've I've gone with Kamara on my free hit team when no one else had him. I, I've done that a few times this season, and I think playing rogue is is fun. And I'm doing okay in the OR. I'm not doing great, but I'm having fun. I, I I'm trying to have fun. This has been out of all the FPL seasons I've played. This has been the least fun with all the postponed games. Yeah. I'm just trying to bring some of that fun back. 
So if I go with nice Salah, now, boys. Get, look, if I go, if I go Salah, <laughs> all you do is waffle, Elliot, and you're the host. <gasps> man, come on. Um, but look, I'm I'm having a bit of fun. I'm going with Salah, and it might work out. It might not, but I've done it. So have your Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. And I think, you know, if it pays off, we're all going to look like idiots. So I back the decision. And if it doesn't, I look like the idiot. So there you go. You can all laugh at me like usual. Well, an idiot that had fun. So that's all that really matters at the end of the day, isn't it? But um, Guru, what changes are you going to be making to your side this week? Uh, At the moment, I think I'm just going to do your old strategy of rollover. Um, The Elliot Craig rollover. Otherwise... I'm waiting quite late in the day to see if I can get some early news on Everton. If it doesn't look like DCL was going to start, then um, I'll probably bring Ben Davies in for Liveramento. Go four at the back, um, play a four, five, one, and then uh, roll over the game week after and then um, have Davies ready for the double game week in a few weeks. So either roll over or Davies in for Liveramento. Brilliant transfers again. Reedy, what about you? A horrible situation I'm in, lads. Horrible. Um, it's either roll over for me uh, or Elise from Palace. He's the only guy yes. I'm kind of looking at at the moment. Um, I love, in terms of an eye test, and, you know, we all know about Grass FC and, and um, you know, what's the other one? Is it analytics or whatever? But, you know, this guy, from what I've seen of him, uh, looks brilliant. And not many, not many players can run at Andy Robertson and, and kind of make him, backpedal or you know um you know take him on so to speak so Elise is the one I really like the only thing I don't like is having to potentially take out Martinelli um I don't like that at all because Arsenal could bang against Wolves Uh, Wolves aren't really a high scoring Mm. team but they are solid at the back and if I make that decision it's I could regret it so that's the only one. It's either rollover or Elise, nothing else. So leaving Ronaldo in, unfortunately, because, you know, I have to, why not? And then the plan is, if I do roll over next week, I'm going to bring in Fernandez um, and a striker. And, uh, yeah, that's it, really. That is it. It's not exciting, is it? It should be taking hits. What's going on? You will, I, I, I will, will, I will see four transfers from you. That's all yeah. I see. Minus eight, boys. Minus eight. Let's have it. Go on, son. Is no one got? Is no one got Edward? I know Matt loves Edward. Not after what he did to me. The thing about Palace is they've got too many attackers. Like Edward Zaha, Eze's back now. Uh, you got Benteke. You got Iwu. Um, you mentioned uh, Lise. Like he's got. They've got six forwards, and I don't like teams where. You don't know what you're going to get every week. They don't keep the same front three. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'm not falling I into that. I think though Eze's been out of the picture. Um, I know Jack... Um, She's come back, though. Jack unearthed that gem last season, already said, or Eze's going to fire. He's going, he's going all in. He's um, good, yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, no, it could have worked out. I think only like three weeks, didn't I? And he yeah. was looking good as well. He was coming to a bit of form. But but I think Vieira really likes Elise. He's playing him out on that right. Even with Zaha back, Zaha's going to play on the left. Um, and they've got Jordan Ayew. He's up on his own again. You know, he might even pull up top. It's um, it's so interchangeable all that front three, like Matt, as Matt said. Um, and they're all good, they're all talented players, aren't they? They look really exciting. Actually, Crystal Palace. They've got a lot of talent on there now, haven't they? Yeah, one just think one thing about Edward as well. He's not, he's only featured three times playing 90 minutes this season, um, which is crazy, really. Like to think that the guy can't play 90 minutes every week. Um, but yeah, um, I just want to throw out one question, which we might have missed. Um, by the way, is it Miyagi Do or Cobra Kai? Who would you pick, guys, um, if you were to pick one? Ooh. 
haven't watched haven't either got, of them. No comment. I haven't got a clue what you're on about. Yeah. Karate the Kid or basically TV shows. Yeah. I think. Don't watch it. Don't watch yeah. it. Oh no. come on, man. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Miyagi <laughs> boys. Never watched. Never watched Karate Kid or anything. The originals. I think come I've on, seen one of them. Yeah. Do some homework. There's your homework catch, for, them, catch, for the week. Catches a fly with chopsticks. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, Come the on, famous, boys. you know, karate kick. Anyway, anyway, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go for Miyagi. Don't make it a triple. There you go, Quentin, mate. Me too. Uh, so, yeah, on to the next one. Who else has got transfers up the sleeve? Anyone else? Me, and it's a lot more exciting than your boys. Chris Wood is coming in. Come on, Wood. <laughs> Not quite. It's um, Tarek Lamptey out and Imeric Laporte in for me. Lamptey's one of the worst transfers I've had all season. Um, <laughs> one of the worst. And then it is also Mohamed Salah in for James Madison, who is an absolute fraud. Uh, and the less said about that one, the better as well. So two Oof. transfers that haven't paid off. Two very big hitters uh, with Laporte and Salah into the team for this week. And I've, you know, I've got big, big hopes. No, that's, I've rolled over my transfer last week, mate. And uh, and uh, yeah, no, no, no hits taken over here. Just the uh, just the two chances. Yeah, he missed he missed out on that Madison train. Uh, obviously, he was he, he came on set it alight, didn't he? For a couple of game weeks, looked great, didn't he? Uh, he really, really did. And as much as I'd love to have Chris Wood in my side um, or Weghorst for this week, um, you know, I'm just just not feeling it. I think the the safe pick is Salah. And Laporte, so they're the two that I will be going with. Um, I think it's time that we move on to the the Guru section. Um, it's been a while since we've had one, so I think Guru, it's going to be up to you to uh, to take it away here. You've got your three players, your three teams, your captain, and your Kerbal captain as well. So take it away, mate. Oh, nice one, Elliot. And um, yeah, look, we'll start off with some differentials this week, and I'm going to go with Richarlison as my first one. Um, Four point four percent new manager bounce. You know, good fixture against Newcastle. I think he's a really, really good shout uh, for this week. Um, I'm going to go with someone who we've not spoke about on this pod at all, uh, Buendia from Aston Villa. 1.4% uh, owned, a couple of really good fixtures coming up, um, lots of doubles as well. And then my last one, I'm going to pick Emerson Royale, 2% owned. I think he's down to 4.9 million. Unbelievable in the FA Cup on the weekend, scored. Um, I think he's going to be one that's a really good one to watch out for um, in these next couple of game weeks. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen a lot of people really hoping that, you know, Emerson Royale really does, you know, start to hit the ground running, Guru. So I know as a Spurs fan, obviously, you see what he can do. Um, he's probably got that, that right wing back position locked down. So, you know, do you fancy him in these upcoming game weeks as well, not just this one? I do. I do. I think... Um... You know, other than Doherty, like, there's not a huge amount of competition for him. He's got a point to prove. Um, and he was just unbelievable against Brighton on the weekend. Um, and I think he's seen a lot of the uh, the Twitter hate, the social media hate that he's been getting for his crossing. So, um, yeah, I think um, yeah, I think, he, I think he's a really good option. Yeah, I really do as well. So, there are your three players to back. Which three teams are you backing this game week, Guru? I'm going to back Man City against Brentford. Liverpool against Leicester. I think Leicester have been an absolute shambles lately. And I'm going to back Man United, you know. Like, I know there's been a lot of hate um, from everyone, but I'm looking at it Burnley away. Um, I can see Man United winning this comfortably, maybe 1 or 2 nil. Um, and I think from an FPL point of view, you're going to get clean sheets, you know, maybe a Ronaldo or Bruno goal. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it could be an interesting one uh, for Man United against Burnley. 
would absolutely love a, uh, Man- a Ronaldo goal, hat-trick. It wouldn't really bother me as long as he's on the score sheet or getting assists. That's all that really counts for a lot of people's FPL teams. Um, in terms of your normal captain's guru, who are you going with for your, your picks for this week? I'm going to I'm gonna go Trent, Yotta. I want to pick three from Liverpool because I don't... I've picked five captains this week. I've gone Trent, Salah, Yotta, any one of those from Liverpool. Um, and then De Bruyne, I think is a great shout with the Brentford game. Um, you know, if you've got him, these are the games you've kind of signed him for. Um, and then Harry Kane's got to be in there against Southampton. He was, again, he was back to himself against Brighton. Um, looked really, really good. I'm just surprised that there's a lot of people without Kane and they still own Ronaldo. So, um, yeah, Harry Kane for sure. I think, you know, it's definitely one on my radar that I've been looking at um, even before, you know, this sort of FPL hiatus that we've had in this Premier League hiatus. um, Because, you know, if Kane's going to start doing the business and Ronaldo's going to be a little bit more um, maybe inconsistent, Kane can pick it up a little bit, then I think there's going to be a lot of people which uh, which switch from Ronaldo straight to Harry Kane. So they are your normal captain picks guru. Who have you gone with as your Kerbal captain for this week? It's going to be Zaha, Wilfred Zaha away at Norwich. I'll tell you why. I actually saw, I was chatting with someone on Twitter about this and when he mentioned Zaha, and I looked at it and I thought, he's still Palace's main man. He's still their main player. He's on pens. Um, if I'm going to pick a Palace attacker um, or midfielder, I do like Gallagher, but for someone completely different, Zaha, like he's, st- he's still their best black, like one of their best players, you know, consistent deliverers, scores goals, pens. Yeah, Wilfred Zaha. And you know, he's the most uh, fixture proof and he's the one that you know is not going to get rotated from that Palestine. He's on the sheet every week when he's not, you know, either suspended or injured. So, um, yeah, Zaha for me against Norwich. Very fair shout, that one, Guru. Not one that's really, you know, no one's really thought about that one. And Zaha obviously doesn't break the bank, but, you know, a game against Norwich is a, a big opportunity for him and Crystal Palace to, to pick up some points. So just before we round out the Guru section, I've got one final question here from Quentin. He says, last minute transfer thoughts. Madison to Rashford for a two-week punt or Madison to Son? And I think I know which one you're going to pick, Guru. You know what? If it's, if it's over the next two weeks, I will pick Rashford. And I'll pick Rashford because he's got three fixtures. Um, and those three fixtures are against weaker well, weaker teams. Spurs have got Southampton and Wolves, which I would say is tougher than um, than Burnley. Uh, oh, then again, Southampton for Man United in one of them. And, oh, actually, I'm not too sure uh, about the fixtures. I'd still back Rashford in three games. He's scoring goals um, for Man United. He's you know scored in the last two Premier League fixtures, I think. So um, you'd back Rashford because he's got the third game. Um, and obviously with the situation with, um, you know, the man that we won't name at, at Man United, then, um, you know, you think Rashford's probably got a, got a shoe into the lineup. So, um, yeah, it's got to be Rashford. I think it's a, a fairly safe pick, but obviously both of them are fairly reasonable options to, to go with for the next two weeks. And just one final one. Uh, should I keep Kevin De Bruyne, Guru? Yeah, 100%. Do not sell De Bruyne before Brentford. I don't think that there would be many people that would be, you know, even thinking that. I think he's got such a high ceiling this week to uh, to really show us what he's made of and to really impress an FPL. But Guru, we thank you for your your time. Uh, 
putting all the research into this and uh, let's hope that Wilfred Zaha can return uh, for all these managers this week. Just before we wrap up, I've just got to mention the uh, the FPL Social is up this weekend. It's the inaugural FPL Social, the first Australian FPL meetup right here in Melbourne. It's based at the world's best football store, Ultra Football. Make sure you're searching it up and looking at it, just how incredible that store is. And the FPL Addicts will be hosting and FPL fans and content creators will be there all under one roof. So we're absolutely buzzing for this, aren't we, Jack? And can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, certainly can help. The FPL social. So obviously we've um, we've created this out of, um, out of the FPL addicts, really. And obviously the community that we've built online, the connections we've made, the people we've met. Uh, very excited to be bringing this uh, to fruition and executing it this Saturday. Um, so we've partnered with Ultra Football, which is, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, the uh, the world's best football store is a uh, fully dedicated the the fit out in the place is absolutely unbelievable um and that's based in north melbourne just that just um near metro and yeah like we've got us guys we're going to be hosting the event and then we're joined by some uh, cracking content creators we've got uh, hungry for more carmina and taylor we've got fpl inzaghi and uh, we've also got fpl side net attending and they're going to be on a special panel which we'll be debating uh, numerous topics that we're all very keen to learn and know more about and what their opinions are. Uh, we'll also be doing our preview pod for Game Week 25, which is uh, very exciting as well, because um, that'll be just hours away from kickoff. Um, the whole thing will be streamed live as well, so anyone looking to um, you know, uh, get some extra tips, watch it live if they can't make it, it's going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, and we'll be heading to the A-League game afterwards, which is uh, Melbourne Victory versus uh, Newcastle Jets. And then on to, uh, into the city to watch some live Premier League. So it's an action-packed day full of absolute football content. And uh, even if you're not an FPL player, you can come and join and find out a bit more about what's in the store, buy some merch uh, and also meet, uh, meet a new community, which we're really excited about um, getting together with. Yeah, absolutely. I think you've uh, summed it up really well there, Jack. And we obviously do have a uh, preview podcast coming up on Thursday, don't we, as well? Yeah, that's it. So we're going to uh, jump on the podcast on Thursday night, probably around the same time as what we're on now, um, and chat very briefly about what we're going to get up to this Saturday uh, at the pod, along with those content creators, along with uh, you boys as well. Um, now, if you are if you can't make the event, uh, you, the, the live stream, as I mentioned, you'll be able to engage with us on there and ask questions. So with Ollie Walker-Peel on the mic, on, on the stage, and then Elliot, you're going to be looking after the uh, the roaming mic. You're going to be um, you know dealing with the crowd, dealing with the online questions as well. So hopefully we can get all them guys who can't make it um, on board. And um, what else we're doing, El, we're going to, we're asking those who can't make it to send us a video as well. So if you're watching the podcast, you know, listen to the podcast now or you're watching online, uh, come like send us a 30-second clip um, you know, and you can get on, on that live stream as well so you can still be a part of it and uh, yeah and uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the fun absolutely and we know you know with the situation uh, all around the world at the minute that it can be difficult to, to attend the event so we'd really like as many of you as we possibly can to be joining into the live stream as well if you can't be present because you're still going to be a part of the experience and uh, obviously the inaugural FPL social which is obviously just going to keep growing and growing so it, fingers yeah. crossed when everything calms down we'll see a lot of new faces um, at the event and all that sort of stuff so we absolutely can't wait for it got some um, got some good news on there as well we've got uh, one of our 
one of our friends, uh, Jordy Wilson, will be joining us from Sydney. He's uh, oh, just nice. messaged me tonight. He is joining us. So every credit, Jordy. He absolutely loves what we do, and he's, he's very much part of our community uh, and a great FPL player as well. So he's going to be coming down from Sydney on Saturday uh, and joining us here in Melbourne. So absolutely buzzing. He's absolutely made my day, uh, him attending. So I think he's going to be one of the, one of the very few interstate travellers who are, who are going to run the gauntlet in the airport and uh, make it over to uh, Melbourne from Sydney. So big shout out to you, mate, and can't wait to see you on Saturday. Yeah, we absolutely can't. Quentin asks who's going to win the top pins challenge at the FPL Social and why. I think that's going to be one that we're just going to have to, you know, wait and see um, how the day pans out, who's, who's you know, taking part in that sort of stuff. But we absolutely can't wait um, for all the, the fun that we're going to have on that day. And uh, absolutely everything is going to be awesome, as Jack oh, has said. Elliot, as well. So just to mention, if you've not bought your ticket yet, guys, you can still do that online. It's um, fplsocial.com.au. And you can purchase your ticket on there as well as purchase your ticket for the Melbourne Victory game thereafter. I think there's about maybe 15 to 20 of us heading there uh, after after the uh, social event. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cannot wait, boys. It's going to be brilliant. It's a shame that the man there, Chris Reed, can't visit, but that would have been quite a far travel uh, for him all the way from England. So we obviously do understand that one. But maybe one day we'll be international and uh, we'll all have to, to travel to get to this FPL social event. That's the hope. That's the dream. And uh, obviously we will be seeing you at some point, Reedy, and we'll, we'll bring a fence along in place of you to, to move inside the, uh, the store and everything to see if, you know, just so that we feel that you're there. No worries, man. No, I look forward to it. I think I'll be seeing uh, that uh, that guy up in the top, well, my top left anyway, um, potentially coming to the UK at some point soon. So, you know, you'll probably, uh, we'll give you a call from the UK and um, yeah, that day will come soon enough, I'm sure. That's it. Hey, Reedy, I was just actually thinking earlier, because uh, I'm going to be back in the UK on the last game of the season. Um, so I'm thinking we do a podcast all together uh, and me and you will do it together from your lounge. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be epic. That's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, in. definitely. Yeah, we'll I look forward to that. United v Palace. Uh, That's the one, Wolves, You know, so it's Newcastle Burnley last day, boys. It's Chris Chris Wood versus oh. Leghorse. Come on. That's what's going to be on the table. Let's, let's be real, yeah. boys. Anyway, that could be, that, imagine it comes down to that last game for who gets relegated. Imagine. Chris Wood bullet header in the final minute, 25 million quid paid off in a second. Leghorse, <laughs> Leghorse v Wood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be absolutely brilliant but anyway that does bring us to the end of the uh, the podcast for today it was brilliant to be back with you boys and it's obviously great to be back chatting FPL and all of the above so if you haven't make sure you're dropping a like on the video and subscribing down below as well uh, obviously keep an eye out on all of our socials and we fingers crossed as many of you as possible can make it to the FPL social if you can't you can watch it online it'll be live streamed uh, on all of our platforms as well so make sure you're doing that if you can't attend in person but until then may all your FPL dreams come true for game week 24 it feels very good to be saying that again and we'll see you all next time take care stay safe bye for now